You're listening to the Health by Design podcast, and I'm your host, Roar Alexander, wellness architect and functional lifestylist. I spent nearly six years of my life on a journey through the ancient East to bring you the cutting-edge combination of modern Western health sciences blended with the time-proven ancient traditions, principles, and practices that have flourished through thousands of years across countless cultures, peoples, and nations. Join me and my many special guests from all corners of the globe as we aim to help you live stronger, longer, and better. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Health by Design podcast. I am your host, Royal Alexander, and I have a fun episode up for you today. If you follow my Instagram, my YouTube especially, you might have seen lately that I've done a lot of videos on stand-up desks, how to optimize your stand-up desk, why you should have a stand-up desk. Um, If I need to tell you right now that we are not taking enough steps, that we are not active enough in our daily lives, then I think it's obvious that you have not gone to my blog, you have not followed my Facebook or my Instagram, because one of the things I talk on there a lot, I've kind of reinforced, is that we need to increase our NEAT, which means non-exercise activity thermogenesis. We just do not move. We are not physically active as much as we need to be. Now, I'm not talking about exercise. I got, this is what I need to make very clear. In my bagua of health, okay, so my eight areas of health, I separate movement and exercise into two completely different categories. And in fact... Out of my eight, exercise falls in the second half. Exercise falls around number five. They're not, in, they're not in a particular order, but I have my first four, which I call the core four, and then there's the key four. Exercise falls in the key, which means a key to a better life, but in the core four, which means the ones that you have to be doing, the ones that will actually help you live just a longer period, movement is number two on that list is number you know first one's nutrition nutrition you know all nutrition is always so important but getting in that movement when we look at areas like the blue zones these are the zones where if you don't know what that is basically they did studies where they went around and they said okay there's all these pockets of people who the average person is living much longer than the rest of the world and they have the largest number of people living over a hundred year old uh, percentage-wise. So, you know, while in the U.S. and Canada might be, oh, well, 1% is living to over 100. Over in the blue zones, it might be, you know what, 10% or 12% are living above 100 years old, and the average life expectancy is much better. But not just, not just living longer, because lots of us are living longer nowadays, but we're hooked up to beds, we're hooked up to wires, you know, we're, we're, our lives suck for the last 10 or 15 years. These are people who are living stronger, living longer, and living better. These are people who are still moving around by themselves, even living on their own in their 90s and into their hundreds. And one of the things is there's no gyms. None of these people have gone to the gym. They don't have an anytime fitness membership. They're not going to Gold's Gym and pressing out the weights. Now, saying that, I would love to see what would happen if these people had maybe, what would happen if we took these cultures and we actually got them into some more physically active stuff. So what if we did all the stuff the Blue Zones are people doing and added in maybe that weight training because we know the sarcopenia 
uh, the breaking down of muscle tissue is one of the biggest things that leads to that pre kind of premature aging. But movement itself, just the amount of they walk and they garden and they and they carry things, that pretty much keeps the sarcopenia at bay. But you know, obviously exercise is great, but movement is so important and making sure that we're moving around more in North America. We only take on average, I think it's between 45 and 4,800 steps a day in North America with Canada being slightly higher, slightly, only a couple hundred steps than the United States. Uh, where countries like China, Japan, um, Hong Kong, they're averaging between seven and 8,000 a day. Now, some of you are probably saying, well, what about the 10,000? They're, they're actually, they're, there's no science behind that number, 10,000. That 10,000 was actually from a promotion brought up by a Japanese pedometer company uh, many, many years ago. So there's no science to the 10,000. But, you know, people, especially in North America, we love to have a number. Like, I'll tell you this right now. The people in Hong Kong and China and Japan, they're not sitting around going, oh boy, I better make sure I put on my monitor so I get my 7,000 steps today. It's just part of their natural culture. It's just part of what they do. Over here, however, North America, like everything else, everything we need to do needs to be objectable, weighable, you know, put on a scale, has to be measured some way. So that 10,000 just came up as a nice number. But I'll be honest, if you guys could go from your 4,800 to 6,800 or 7,000 steps, you'll be a lot better off. And one of the things that you can do so simply to get in that additional movement is just invest in a standing desk. A very simple standing desk. Now, if you have the extra money, then I really suggest getting an electric one or a manual one, but electrical is a really nice. Again, we're a little bit lazy, so you know we can just press the button and it can lower down and you press a button and it comes up to your standing height. Now, in my house, I have a just a very cheap, like $90, pretty much stationary standing desk. You have to turn the knobs to adjust it. It's a bit of a hassle, but I just leave it for standing. And that's actually where I'm recording this podcast right now, uh, this intro. Now, however, um, down at where I, my office space, that's where I use my anthro desk standing desk. And I love that thing. If you go to my YouTube channel, look under, uh, look under one of my playlists. Or I think it's the Move playlist. Um, or the, the Home Hacks and Home Holistic Health and Feng Shui playlist. I've done an entire series on how to optimize your standing desk experience. I've done a couple stretches and exercises you can do at your standing desk and also just how to optimize your standing desk for productivity. And that's talking about, I show you how I place down, I put some um, single-sided um, whiteboard paper on my desk. So I've turned one quarter of my desk into a whiteboard so I can write my notes. I uh, have my aromatherapy on there. I go through some a little bit of my uh, kind of feng shui inspirational pieces on there. I show you how I've set up my laptop so my eyes are straight ahead. You'll see my microphone set up there. So just how I've optimized my desk. Now the beautiful thing about my anthro desk standing desk, and this is what I love, and this is, this is all in the video. The anthro desk standing desk that I have, actually the desk can lower, it goes as low as squat height. So one of the couple of things I have at my desk right now, I have a uh, yoga traditional uh, meditation, I should say traditional meditation uh, Zabutan, which is kind of that meditation pillow for when you're down on your knees or sitting down. So that way I can sit cross-legged if I want on the floor. I also have a small 12-inch squat stool. So what I can do is I can actually bring my desk all the way down. So when I'm sitting down on my 12-inch squat school, I'm in a very, being six foot four, sitting down on a 12-inch, I'm in a pretty deep squat. 
but I can bring that desk all the way down so when I'm sitting in my squat, the desk is still optimized for me. So now I can sit in a nice deep squat, getting on that extra range of motion in through the glutes, the hamstrings, you know, the calves, the ankles. I can raise it up to sitting if I want, and I can either sit in a chair or I can sit on a Swiss ball, uh, and then I can put it right up to standing. So I can cycle through those all day. On top of that, uh, I show in the video, you can have a timer so you can do your little stretches and stuff like that. The nice thing about a standing desk too is it does promote you to kind of walk away a little bit more. When you're sitting down, you can kind of get lazy, kind of sit there. But when you're at your standing desk, you know, every few minutes, I just find I do a little stretch just like I did right now, just a little standing back stretch. And I walk around a little bit, you know, so I just walk around the desk or I'll just do a few lunges. But you're just, you're, you know, you're in the, you can just, you just move more naturally when you're in that standing position. I can also place my foot up on a box. I sometimes I'll just kick my leg up and I just, you know, grab my foot and give it a little quad stretch. So you'll find that you're just going to be a little more active at the end of the day at a standing desk than you are at a sitting desk. The beautiful thing about NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, is studies have even shown that people who simply fidget. So that means people might sit there with their legs crossed, you know, they kind of kick their foot, or even they just twirl their thumbs. Those people lose more calories at the end of the day than people who just sit in that static, non-moving position. So those people that are a little like me, a little bit, can never quite sit still. Uh, always got to be kind of, I always get annoyed. People are always annoyed at me because I'm whenever I'm sitting, I'm always kind of, you know, twitching my foot or something like that. But at the end of the day, you burn more calories through this non-focused exercise. So while going to the gym is great, don't get me wrong, I go to the gym about five days a week right now. Today, actually, I went to the gym. I did my 40 minutes of weight training. I did an hour-long yoga class. But even right now, as I'm walking around recording this, I'm actually recording from my phone and I'm walking just around uh, while I'm recording this. But getting in that extra movement is going to make such a big difference in your life that you're going to burn extra calories and you're just going to feel better. Now, if you've seen my videos too, you know that I have a no furniture house. My home is a no furniture home. I have a Japanese style dining table that you have to sit on your knees and I have some Thai meditation pillows that I picked up in Thailand and I get on my knees for that. I have a beanbag chair for when I want to kick back and watch a TV show. I kind of lay down. I have a small beanbag stool that I can sit on again. It's only, I want to sit on it, it gets flat. I'm only sitting maybe six to eight inches off the ground. I have a yoga mat on the ground. My coffee, um, sorry, my kitchen table is a standing kitchen table. I have an old, I have a good glass bar table. I have a standing desk, like I said. Even my bed is only about five inches off the ground. So I get into that, basically I have to get onto the ground to get in and out of bed every day. So my interview today is with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is the CEO, the founder of AnthroDesk. It is a company out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada that builds, basically they specialize in standing desks and you know standing desk optimization they have some seats they have uh, the, like the standing desk like i have which is the anthro desk i believe that's the original one they have uh you know there's um they have single motor double motor but even if you don't have you say okay you know what i don't have space for a big full outstanding desk i work in an office i don't have that they've already given me a desk 
Well then, they also sell very simple converters. They're only a couple hundred bucks. You put it on your desk, you just uh, squeeze the sides, it pops up kind of on hydraulics, and you can have yourself a standing desk at your desk right now. So I talked to him. We talk about non-activity exercise um, thermogenesis. We talk about... The, the things that people do wrong with their standing desk, because believe me, people do things wrong. Even when I first started out, I knew what I was doing wrong, but unfortunately, it, was, it just was what, what it is what it was. Um, but I knew right away I had to fix it. Um, so we talk about what people do wrong with their desks a lot, how you can really start getting into your standing desk, because you'll hear a lot of people complain about standing desks, how... You know, it would hurt my neck or it hurt my, you know, it hurt my, it just, I didn't work, I didn't like it. So it's because most people are doing it wrong, you know. It's like you'll hear people say, oh, I know I don't get trainers because trainers are terrible. Because they had a bad trainer in the past. You get a good trainer. You, it's a problem though with us, right? We, we give things kind of one shot. We're like the Wiley Coyote, you know. He would he come up with some good ideas to check, get that Roadrunner. But some, he would only try it once and wouldn't work. He would never go back and try it again and maybe just fix what he did wrong. Uh, we're, that's what we're like. Maybe we got a standing desk and we do some of the mistakes that Michael talks about. And we're like, oh, standing desks are terrible. I'm never going to use one of those again. Well, that's that's the exact same thing. You are the wily coyote strapping a rocket to your back to catch the roadrunner. All those catching them, not quite working out right. And then saying, well, the rocket was a stupid idea. Actually, the rocket on roller skates was probably a good idea. You maybe you could have just there's probably something you could have fixed in there. So don't be a wily coyote. Uh, you know, be smart. Listen to what Michael has to say, and definitely think about investing in a standing desk. If you do, by the way, uh, go to the in the show notes below or in the, in the YouTube notes below here in the show notes. You will see that there is a link that you can use. I have a link that you can use, the Health by Design link. If you could use that when you go to a site, it would be really helping me out. Um, I'll be straight up, you know, I do get a small affiliate kickback if you buy anything from his site, but I would hope by now you do know that I would not send you to do anything. I'm not asking you to, go, I'm never going to send you to buy something that I haven't used myself, something that I don't believe in. Uh, like I said, go to my YouTube channel, see the stand-up desk, see it in per. you'll see it. You know, if you're in Vancouver, swing on by, just give me a message and I'll show you my standing desk, I don't care. So, uh, and like I said, you know, as I've said before and reminding you, if, you know, this, if getting your health back on track, getting your life on track, getting, you, getting, you know, getting your workplace on track so you can start taking back your health, start to empower your health back, then please make sure you go to my website at www.roaralexander.com. Check out my coaching options there. As I've said before, you know, if you just need help getting on track, you're just like, hey, Rora, I just need your help getting from A to B. Uh, I just need, you know, can you help me with my nutrition, help me with my fitness, help me, you know, get my desk set up properly. Can you help me get my home decluttered and get my home fixed up a bit? So it's a place that inspires me to be healthy. Can you help my family? You know, can, can you come in and, you know, can you help us you know, making give us some ideas for, with the kids and, you know, just cleaning up my life, to helping me design my life so I can design my health. That's what I'm here to do, as always. So, again, go to www.roalexander.com. Check out the coaching tab. Pretty much anything you want there. And then fill out the application and we can get on a free call. That is no problem. I'm happy to do a free call with you. Um, and we can see what we can do. So, anyways, with no further ado, let's talk about standing desks with Michael Jordan from anthrodesk.ca. Hey everybody, so thanks for tuning in. Like I said, today's podcast, I am here with Michael Jordan of Anthrodesk. How are you today, Michael? 
I'm doing great, Roar. Thank you. Excellent. So now you're over there in Toronto today. Uh, it's being, what is it, April the 3rd today? How's the weather over there? We got some sun today, so springtime is peaking its head up. It's looking good. Oh, very nice. Yeah, my friend, I guess that was only a few days ago. You guys got quite a big, I know in like certain areas, got quite a bit of snow and ice. You guys got hit with like a late storm there or something. Yeah, hopefully the last snow of the year. I'm, I'm eager to get out and get some more out time yeah i know for sure i have to say that's one of the reasons i love living in vancouver um you know the, the weather here is like the day you guys got snow it was 21 degrees and i was sitting out in the backyard and nothing but a pair of shorts now normally it's not quite 21 degrees but it's you know right now all the flowers are out and the daffodils and the cherry blossoms it looks quite nice here <laughs> Cool. So let's talk about Standing Desk. So you are the, the founder, like I said, of Anthrodesk Standing Desk. And on your website, you actually have a pretty good little story on the About Us. Um, would you mind if I read, kind of abbreviated that down and read a little bit of it for people? No, go ahead. Okay, perfect. So basically you said you spent 15 years of your life in offices just like this when you show a picture of the typical cubicle. And you spent most of the day sitting and one day you experienced back pain. So then you started to kind of look into some research on it and some studies came out and you said from respectable scientific journals, the Mayo Clinic, the CDC, they were all coming out with reports talking about the health hazards of sitting, the sitting disease they called it or sitting is worse than smoking they said. And then one day you looked in the mirror and gave serious thought to your own health. Uh, and then you got yourself a standing desk. So the first month I eased into it, my feet were sore and my muscles were tired by the end of the day, but I persisted. By the second month, I felt stronger. I had more energy and improved productivity, especially in the afternoons. Without changing anything else in my life, I lost five pounds. By the third month, I was down 10 pounds and no longer experienced debilitating back pain. Standing and moving at work felt neutral, sitting felt odd. My brain and muscles will tell me to stand up if I spent any extended length of time sitting, this is how we were meant to be, I realized. This is natural. This is freedom. So, wow, that is a great story. So, um, yeah, tell me, how did that, so from there, how did you decide to start Anthrodesk? Like, I'm assuming you, like, looked around. Like, just tell me, how did it go from there? Yeah, well, first of all, I'll say it's it's funny to hear that. It's been such a while. It was, it was written so long ago, but... It's it's true, and I still have those feelings. Um, and so, so to, yeah, just to to give a little more background on there, I, I was diagnosed with thoracic outlet syndrome, which is a condition where the the blood vessels and the nerves between the neck and the armpit get compressed. Um, and I was also having some back issues, lower back issues, pulling my back out. And I was in my 30s at the time, so I I, I thought I was relatively healthy. I, I couldn't believe it was happening to me, but it was a lot of office work on a computer and poor posture, repetitive work, and sitting all day. So looking at the different options, there was actually another another person I knew who was using a, a standing desk at the time. And uh, and then looking at that, I, I tried it out and I was I was happy with the results. And I, I realized that this is this is something that's it's really an epidemic and there's a lot of people that could be helped with a standing desk and Anthrodesk was born. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's definitely, I mean, I have one and I absolutely love it. So I guess, have you heard of the concept called NEAT, N-E-A-T? 
Yes, I have. That's uh, Dr. James Levine uh, from one of the branches of the Mayo Clinic. Uh, it could be. I, I don't know who came up with it. I just know, I just know the term. So that means <laughs> non-exercise activity thermogenesis. And I am a big promoter of that. And that's one of the reasons I, I, like I said, I have a standing desk. You know, you guys have hooked me up really well. I got a great standing desk set up. Um, but I guess one of the biggest things that I see nowadays is, you know, everybody thinks when it comes to physical activity, they only think about the gym and it's always the gym, gym, gym. But people don't realize the, the gym is only one hour and it's usually for most people only three days a week. And then if you actually sit down and you look at the amount of time that we are pretty much not moving, so we're not even getting any non-exercise activity thermogenesis, you know, we sleep for seven to eight hours a night. It's been estimated we sit an average of eight hours. Um, then you, you go to work and you sit at a desk all day. Most people sit down for lunch. I think, to me, having a standing desk is just a no-brainer. Um, you know, it makes you get up. Um, it, you know, it keeps you more active. And the beautiful thing about yours too, is because you have the electric ones, you can kind of press the buttons, right. To set it up to different heights. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You've got your own customizable height, so you can press a button and it can go to that height. You know, the beautiful thing I like about yours is when I first got it, I tested it out cause, um, I'm a big, I'm a big kind of proponent of going through all the ranges of motion. So I just actually wanted to see how low it would go. So I was like, you know what? I bet you it probably, my guess, my thought was it probably only goes to your typical seated position. But I was surprised. It goes all the way down, almost like to above my knees. <laughs> like it is, it goes down low. So I can actually sit because I have a 12 inch squat stool and I can actually sit in a squatted position and work on my desk. Um, is there, like, did you guys plan it to go that low? Is it just the way it's constructed? Well, uh yeah, we actually, so you have the, I believe, the extended height one, uh, if it goes that low. So we can go higher and lower. Um, okay. We also, we also have a, another one that doesn't go quite that low. Uh, but, but yeah, that's definitely one of the advantages is you can use it to, to do those different heights while you're going about your workday. So you can go extremely low, you can go extremely high, uh, you can have a mid-height with a, with a wobble stool. Uh, there's, 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 there's all the different positions you could do because it's it's really about changing it up throughout the day you're not just sitting you're not just standing you're you're able to have different movements in different positions exactly so that gets me to one of the um, critiques i read because you know when i was uh, I, I made a couple of videos on my standing desk and i was kind of researching other people's and seeing what they were saying and you get some people who've done their videos on how standing desks don't help um, all standing desks do is now from sitting all day, which is not good for you, say your lower back, hamstring and glutes. Now you're just standing all day, which is not good for your knees. Um, some talked about your cervical spine, you know, if you're looking down. So wh like, what do you say to those? And you kind of brought it up just now, but maybe people might not have got it. Like how do you use a standing desk properly? Is it about just standing in the same spot for eight hours a day? Right. That's, that's a really good question. That's a, and it's a good point. Um, it's, 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 it's more that you, than just, just standing, right? Um, I mean, we really, we're at a point where we have the technology with mass produced motors and the handset electronics that you can get the, the electric desk at a reasonable price. Mm -hmm. But before then people tried to have these, these standing desks that would, would just be in the standing position. So you, then you're either sitting or you're, you're standing all day. So it's it's not healthy to be in one spot all day standing. 
just like it's not healthy to be sitting all day. And neither of those are completely natural. And in the end, I think we should all be asking ourselves and thinking about what's, what's most natural for the human form. Mm -hmm. What did our ancestors do? And a lot of it comes down to the movement. So with a standing desk, you can go up, you can go down. The, the point is you're not in the same position all the time. And, yep. and, with, and with a standing position, you can also, you can get an active mat. You can, so you can move, you can wobble a little bit, you can fidget. So it's, especially in our, our office lives, and we have that ability. You're also more likely to go for a walk to the water cooler, to go for a walk, to talk to somebody at your desk. You're more likely to do that rather than reaching over, grabbing your phone and giving them a call. It's, it promotes the movement, which I think is, is one big thing that we shouldn't forget here. No, I agree 100%. So now talking about someone moving, what are some of the, uh, let's talk about some of the things that you see people do wrong then when it comes to their standing desk. Because, you know, a lot of times, you know, people's personal trainer, they watched a video and it just says order a standing desk and, you know, they just order one and they just start rocking it out. What would you say some of the biggest things are that people have to be aware of when it comes to a standing desk? Right. So there's, there's a couple of things here. I think one of the big things, and this is something that's near and dear to me because, you know, I've had neck issues in the past is to, to think about the ergonomics for your whole desk setup. And one of those, because I spent years and years with my laptop and back then I, I had my, you know, my Blackberry. So I was, I was always looking down mm -hmm. and, you know, nowadays with everyone's, you know, it's called text neck. There actually is a, a term that they use for this with the, the posture of people looking down. And it's very similar to when you have a laptop on a desk. So one of the things for proper ergonomics is to have a, a monitor arm or at least a raised monitor so it's at eye height. Mm -hmm. So that when you're, you're looking out at your screen, it's horizontally eye height that you're looking. You're not tilting your neck down because when you do that, you have the force that's actually pushing your neck and your head forward and it causes a lot more stress on your neck. Yep. So that's, that's I see one that one. Things. I see that one all the time because, like you said, people just buy the desk and they throw their laptop on it. And now, you know, we're always being warned about text neck. And now we're not only got text neck, now we got laptop neck, which is on top yeah. of it. Yeah. And you're, it's just, and it because you're tilting down, and sometimes you're, you're tilted, your whole body is tilted forward, your, your spine maybe forward. So then your posture is off. So if you're, if you're standing straight and you're looking, horizontally, eye level at your monitor, you're naturally going to have better posture. And there's a, there's a few other things too. The Once you get used to it, a vertical mouse is something that can help with your, your arm positioning because you're, you know, all day we're constantly holding our arms out and we're typing at our keyboards and we're moving that mouse. The vertical mouse aligns the arm in a more natural position as well does that keep you in a more like a kind of like a thumbs up position versus yeah down? yeah yeah. Exactly. yeah very uh, yeah yeah very astute so it's it's more if you have when you think about your arm position if you're just if you're just standing or walking mm -hmm. and you have your arms at your side and you think about the position of your thumb your thumb is pointed forward mm -hmm. and it's and so it keeps that same alignment with a vertical mouse it keeps your thumb in the air just as if you naturally just swung that arm up as opposed to twisting it like we do 
with our keyboards and with a regular mouse. Hmm, that makes a lot of sense. Actually, I was just having that problem yesterday because I went to the gym and I'd done a pretty big arm workout and I had to use my mouse last night and I was like, God, my wrist is driving me nuts. <laughs> right. And, 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 you know, so it's, but and the problem is, unfortunately, it's, it's only when we're aggravating or stressing our bodies to this extreme point that we, we normally realize this. Mm-hmm. In your case, you, you went, you had a big workout, so then you, you felt it. But think about, we're doing that every day. And we don't realize what we're doing until it's often too late. It's been it's been decades that we've been doing this, mm-hmm. you know. And and you just you think about society as a whole has been has been doing this. Yeah, no, for sure. For time now. Yeah. Um, so what other common uh, mistake with the standing desk? Um, another one I would say is is trying to stand uh, all day too fast. So. Get a standing desk, and then someone says, "Oh, I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna stand for the eight hours." And yeah, you know, it's like that, that's it's, it's it's great, but again, like you, we want to encourage the movement and the the different positions. And you know, you can just try if you if you're not used to standing, if you've been in the office for for you know ten twenty years, then maybe just try an hour a day for the mm-hmm. first little while. You know, like just stand up and then just see how you feel, and then maybe the second month you try two hours a day, maybe the third month you try three. We, we, we call that the one, two, three steps. And, uh, you know, it seems to work well for people that haven't been, been doing a, a whole lot of standing throughout the day. And, uh, yeah, the, and, and when they're doing that, then sometimes a, a standing desk mat can help as well when you're spending a little more time uh, and, and your feet aren't used to yeah, I was about to comment well. on a fatigue mat because it's very funny because often I tell people because you know, people look at you know, desks and stuff and I'll say, oh, make sure you get a fatigue mat. And so many people say, oh, fatigue mats don't help. I'm like, uh, you know what? They, they really, they do. They make, I used to work back a long time ago. I used to work in a factory and there were, and it was a, it was continental shift. So it was 12 hours and you were standing at a machine for the whole 12 hours minus your like, you know, your couple breaks. It was a terrible job, but there weren't quite enough fatigue mats to get around to everybody. So people would be, you know, let's say we were maybe two short out of 20. So there'd always be two people that didn't have a fatigue mat. And the difference when you had a fatigue mat and you did not on your knees and your ankles was night and day. So, you know, I think people, I think the problem with fatigue mats quite often is people think you know, they're, if they use one, they're not going to get any fatigue. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's not it's not a, it's not a no fatigue mat. It but trust me, stand and stand by your desk for three hours without one, and stand by your desk for three hours with one, and you're gonna wish you had. <laughs> yeah, and and especially depending on the floor too. So you probably had a, a hard concrete floor in that factory. Oh yeah, and, you know, in many offices they'll have you know either very very thin carpet or they'll have wood or they'll have some other kind of laminate surface. So there really is not much cushioning that is there mm-hmm. so if, if you can get you know a decent anti-fatigue mat just to just to help give a little more cushioning and and yeah it's you know this is, this is the same reason that some people have these in their kitchens when they're by the sink too any place you're spending a lot of time then it's in one spot then it, it's helpful to have that and it, it promotes the circulation mm-hmm. it's easier on the feet it's yeah it's uh you know but I, i'll tell some people as well like if they've got thick carpet cushioning at home and they want to get a standing desk then you know maybe maybe they're okay without a, a anti-fatigue mat in that case but mm-hmm. it's always something they can, they can get later 
Hey everyone, what would you think if I told you that you can now have an in-depth personal roadmap into your body's complete health? This means no more guessing at which diet you should be on, which exercise classes or programs you should focus your limited time on, what sport your kids should focus on for that shot at a future scholarship, or even what possible health issues you may face in the future that could be avoided if you only did something about them now. Well, I can tell you this, and you can do something about it with a trusted Canadian wellness genetic testing company, DNA Power. You can now get a second-to-none deep view into your unique and personal genetic makeup in many key areas related to your ongoing everyday health. And DNA Power provides the most comprehensive wellness DNA testing available on the market today, testing over 73 areas and 240 genetic markers. And honestly, doing it is so easy. Follow the simple directions, take a quick cheek swab, and then toss it back in the mail using their self-addressed prepaid return envelope. Honestly, I ask you, what could possibly be easier than that? Then just a couple weeks later, you get your very own easy-to-read, high-res PDF personalized health reports to help you make smarter and decisive decisions grounded within your personal genetic data. Learn about your genetic predispositions to metabolize macronutrients, lactose, vitamins, how does caffeine really affect you, fitness responses, how well your body handles key hormones, how well it detoxes, and so, so much more. Then you can use that easy to understand information to help manage your weight, dramatically increase your chances of preventing future disease, and improve both your performance and physique. Experience a dramatic health transformation when you work with your genes instead of against them. This is literally the next generation of preventative healthcare, meaning you can finally take power over your own health. Test options include diet power, a look into many of the key areas of your nutritional needs, Fit Power, allowing you to know what exercises and programs are right for you. Health Power, which include reports on inflammation, methylation, detoxification, and hormones. Brain Power, giving you much needed insight into your personal cognitive health. And with cognitive issues on the rise in North America, who honestly doesn't think that might just be a really, really good idea? And then finally, for those of you who want every tool possible to take control of your health, total power, giving you all seven genetic tests. Get your personalized DNA power test by going to www.dnapower.com and using the code ROARALEXANDER at checkout to get an amazing discount off the Diet Plower Plus Fit Power Combo. Now this is the combination that I think everyone at the very least should have. DNA Power is literally a game changer when it comes to your health or even your family's health. Take control today. Go to dnapower.com. Use the code ROARALEXANDER at checkout. And now let's get back to our show. Yeah, what I did is when I first got my desk from you guys, I didn't have the fatigue uh, mat, but I knew I needed something. So I just went actually um, to the store and just bought a uh, like a, a three by three piece of shag rug. 
Um, but then, right. I, and that, that was, it, you know, it was all right. It wasn't great. But when I brought in your, uh, when I got your, um, fatigue mat, I forget which one you guys call it, you have a name for it, but I got in that it's, it's like about an inch thick. I mean, that thing's like standing on a cloud. <laughs> yeah. It's well, that's okay. So it's, it's called the cloud comfort. Funny. Oh, enough. is that what, oh, that's what, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's so many. The thing about, like, and you had mentioned this before, you know, you when you said, you know, it promotes you to go and talk to people. The nice thing I like about a standing desk is, like you said, it promotes you, especially if you're a little more cognizant of it, just to stretch a little bit more. Like, you can, and you, because your desk is quite yeah. the steady. That's one thing I really liked about it. It's very steady. Like, I can put my elbows on it and I can lean on it. I think it holds, what, 200 to 300 pounds, something like that. It's quite a, a sturdy desk. Yeah. So, you know, you can yeah. stand there, put your hands on it, and you can kind of move back and do a calf stretch and move the other one and do a calf stretch. And, you know, I, I, the one I think I do now, I've got a little, you know, I've got a little bit over what some people do, but I keep a little, little, little elastic band there as well. Just one of those ones kind of using CrossFit for pull-ups. And I will actually do um, a lot of like, they call them YTIs in physiotherapy, which is where you're just grabbing the band and you're just pulling it across your chest. Cause I really like to do a lot of postural stuff because even at a standing desk, you know, once you see even instead, maybe a while you're at your laptop, even then, you know, you can start to, if you're not really super, you know, if you're not, you know, you can still, it won't happen as much, but you can still get that shoulder forward thing a bit. But I find with the standing desk, you're, you just tend to stretch more than you would if you're just sitting in a chair. I've never seen anybody actually sit in a chair and stretch. So, yeah, that's, that's funny. That's, uh, that's definitely noticed with the staff uh, that we have here, uh, at Anthrodesk as well. And, and also funny enough that, yeah, I also do calf stretches or if it's a, a chair or the wobble stool that I have at my desk, then I'm sometimes moving my leg and putting my leg up on that and doing a lot of different positions while I'm, while I'm going about my day as well. Mm -hmm. Well, it was really interesting because actually just as I was waiting for this uh, podcast, I was watching a video um, with a chiropractic doctor and, and the video was basically about anti-aging. And one of the things that he says that he promotes in his clinic to him, one of, you know, it wasn't about goji berries and blueberry, all that. We all know that. But he said one of the biggest things people ignore when it comes to aging is spinal health. And he said, you yeah. know, a lot of people with the shoulders forward because they sit at their desks all day. They get the shoulders forward. Uh, the, you know, you see the older people, they're all hunched over. He said, spinal health is so important, maintaining that proper posture. He said, and one of the key reasons is when you're in that kind of hunched forward position, it basically just puts pressure on the diaphragm. So it means you're not going to be breathing as deep as you would if you're, that's why when you're, you know, you're running and you're exercising, you watch a CrossFitter, what do they do when they're exhausted? The first thing they do is usually put their hands on their hips, stand up in a big, huge back extension, right? Because they can bring in that big, <gasps> big breath of air. They don't tend to, you know, lean over a lot. So he was just saying, you know, basically you open the diaphragm um, and when the diaphragm is closed from being in that hunched position, you're in that sympathetic state, which is the stress state. So there's just so many reasons you just want to have good posture and a standing desk really helps with that. So, Yeah, it, it definitely encourages the, the improved posture. Now, let me ask you a question. Um, are standing desks getting more popular? Because, you know, I read a lot of blogs. Sometimes I say, oh, you know, the standing desks were the big rage five years ago. Um, but wh where are we at with them today? I think today, you know, we're trying to promote more, you know, more movement, more steps, pedometers, Apple Watches. You know, more and more people are talking about a neat non-exercise activity thermogenesis more than they were just a few years ago. You know, we hear about how Japan and Hong Kong and China average 7,000, 8,000 steps a day, where we average 4,500. Where are we with the popularity of standing desks or standing desk converters? And I do want to talk about the different options you have after, but where are we today with standing desks? 
So, I mean, that's that's a that's a good question. I mean, the the shorter answer is it's there's still a lot of growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a research company. Uh, I think it might have been Credence Research, and they published a report in 2017, I believe, and they had the year-over-year growth of standing desks to be cumulative double-digit growth until 2025, and I think they were talking about 16 or 17 percent. And then even after that, they said for the next 10 years, I believe it was going to be single-digit growth. Hmm. So, I mean, to put that in perspective, that's, I mean, that's like a similar growth that we get with like 4K TVs. Mm-hmm. So it's it's still pretty, pretty quick clip that we're getting with the, the growth of it. And I think that I think the media, you know, for a couple of years, it was pretty big. So maybe the media doesn't doesn't push it to the front page quite like they used to. Mm-hmm. But but I but the you know the sales growth is still definitely there, and we're also seeing it with the large companies. So you've got you know Google and Microsoft and Apple. So I mean Apple Park, I believe they made it a requirement for all their desks to be sit stand desks for the new. The new industrial park they created. It's just so it's it's kind of a movement to the future. And then you also have some of the northern European countries and Scandinavian countries. There's a few of them that actually have made it mandatory for their employers to offer a sit to stand desk to the employee. Wow, and again, this excellent. isn't. Yeah. Oh, it's it's you know they're usually a little bit ahead with with some things with mm-hmm. the the health health things a little more socialistic. So yep. it's not surprising to see it there. And and again, you know, this is not a requirement to make people stand. It's giving people the option. And when you when you think about it, this the replacement cost of a motorized standing desk is about the same as you would pay for a commercial desk anyways. So mm-hmm. it's something that for, for businesses, when they look at it, it's kind of a no brainer that if they're going to get new furniture anyways, that they might as well look at getting a sit to stand desk. Yeah, so some of the other things, I guess, you know, I guess, you know, there's probably people who out there who have bought them and then they've used them wrong, like you said. So um, there's that. And I guess the other one, too, is I guess a lot of people, you know, in traditional offices, when they get hired at a job, most of them, you go to your work, they, the desk has already been, ch- is there for you. Like, you know, anytime I've worked yeah. in a place, you know, the desk is just there. I've never had to go buy my own desk. So you do have the, the full size standing desk. Now that would assume that's, you know, most people, they, it's their own office, their home office, so they can put in any furniture they want. But what's your option for people who've gone to, they go to their work, their normal job, and they've given, they've given them the normal, you know, desk. Do you guys have an option for them to, to do something? Yeah, sure. Uh, so we have the standing desk converters. So what these are for is to go on top of an, an existing sitting desk. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a few different types. Uh, there's the manual sliding one that can lift up and down. There's the the gas spring ones that lift up and down. Uh, we've got a, a redesigned electric one that we'll be bringing out later this year as well. Okay. But they all they all basically sit on top and they can they can either be used for one monitor or multiple monitors, and they work with the existing desk that you have, the sitting desk. And they'll go from a sitting to standing position, usually just with a, a lever or a button, yep. and then you can you sit or stand. Uh, and it's and they assemble in, you know, usually less than less than 15 minutes. So companies sometimes like them because it's something that can easily be added. They don't have to get facilities managed 
or somebody out to assemble because it's so easy for them to just drop it on the desk. So it's easy to accommodate employees with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's a very, it's a very easy, uh, very easy option and, and a stopgap option. And sometimes we have staff that will buy it themselves um, just because they have their own desk mm-hmm. and the company's acting slow. And, you know, for something that's, you know, $200, it's pretty good investment for them to be able to, to stand at that. Yeah, that's a, that sounds like a great solution. Now, you've, you've mentioned the word wobble chair a couple of times. What, what is that? So, yeah, that, and that's, uh, that's, that's what we currently offer for chairs. We're, we're looking at introducing an ergonomic chair as well. We just want to be really careful and make sure that we, we introduce the right chair just because uh, it's sitting the proper way is it's just so important. And we don't want to encourage too much sitting as well. Mm-hmm. But the wobble, so the wobble chair or the wobble stool, it's so, so kind of maybe the best, uh, best way to describe it is those, it's kind of like those, uh, those, those, uh, what are the the balls that they have that uh, people sit on? The Swiss the balls. Both? Yeah, th- yeah. So they, so it's kind of like those, except it'll go up and down. Okay. So it's kind of like this this stool, but you can change heights, and and it has that motion that can go back and forth, and it, it wobbles a little bit. It has a weighted base to okay. hold it in place, but you can change the height on it as well. So you get you get that core. It engages the core muscles. And you get the, you know, the stretch out for the lower back because, I mean, as, you know, as, as we've learned in the last 15 years, it's not good to keep the back in one place. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, now, now people are encouraged to get some subtle motion for the back if they have any back problems because they want to get the fluid moving. They want blood to get in there. They want to encourage that. So the wobble stool allows you to, to have those, those different heights and to get that core engagement moving. And so with a standing desk, you can also do kind of like a mid-height between sitting and standing. And you can kind of, you kind of sit on the wobble stool for that height as well. And it still opens up your body. Your diaphragm is more open now. You're not in that crouch position. And what we like to tell people as well is it's, it's not going to guarantee you're going to have perfect posture with that. But you're far more aware of it. Because you're sitting on there and your core is engaged, you know right away when you're slouching. Well, worst case, you're still getting at least that little bit extra neat, you know, that uh, you're not yeah, getting if you're exactly. sitting in a regular chair. I mean, neat. They've even been showing people who just twiddle their thumbs, you know, that yeah. burn more calories at the end of the day than people who don't. So that's what people don't quite get. Yeah. It's it's not about you have to go in and do lunges and squats. I mean, it's those little things can make big differences. And that's just kind of engaging the core as you wobble a little bit. you got to stabilize yourself. Yeah. I mean, that could be the difference of 50 calories at the end of the day, you know, and then a little bit of core strength. So. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, as they've shown when you're sitting, like you're with no movement at all, your lower body basically is completely inactive and goes to sleep. So that's when you're shutting down and you don't have that thermogenesis having incurring in the body. And like you, people who are, if, if, if people are sitting, sitting right now, listening to this podcast, you can do a little test and I'm sure you're standing Roar, right? I am. I'm at my, my, yeah. my, my home standing desk actually. Yeah. But it, <laughs> For anyone who's yeah, for, any, for anyone who's listening to this, or maybe they're driving their car, you can do a little test and just try to give your your, your gluteal muscles, your, your your butt muscles, a little a squeeze while you're sitting. It's it's actually very difficult when you're sitting down to to clench those muscles mm-hmm. as opposed to standing up when you can when you clench your your gluteal muscles. 
Mm-hmm. And you can see that it's when you're sitting down. It's it's basically very, very difficult to enact those at all. Mm-hmm. And I, so when, you, when you've got like a, a standing or that, that wobble chair mid-height, then you're able to. You're more much more open. Yeah, and people that – sometimes people even have a hard time just getting the – getting their glute muscles to work at all and things I just say is just push your heels together and then your knees together and then your glutes are just going to fire anyways. So if you're standing and you don't know how to yeah. activate your glutes, then just squeeze your heels together and your glutes will activate automatically. So a little tip for those right. out there that maybe don't know how to activate their glutes. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's a really good point. And then, yeah, and it, it can help with the alignment for the pelvis, which is, uh, which is another issue with uh, the sitting as well. Now, have you guys done any work with schools? And the reason I ask is that there's two reasons. The first reason is, you know, this year Canadian kids scored a D minus in their physical activity. Um, and I know there's a few schools down in the States. Now, there's mostly been, I think, some, you know, some higher end people. Um, I believe Kelly Starrett's one of them in his school. He got his school, I guess, his kid's school to switch over to standing desks. And one of the things that, you know, one of the, the things that um, I'm working with this one nutrition chain right now, and I've told them, I said, one project I would love to do is where we actually have a, like, where we put 1%, we try to raise money to actually put standing desks in public schools. Have you guys started, do, have you guys thought of doing any work? Or any schools ever contacted you about this stuff or no? So we, we definitely have sold some individual desks to schools, um, and that's been through several school boards. Um, but unfortunately, it's it's been on a on a one-on-one case basis where they've had a, a special request to accommodate a particular student. So okay. and we've we've sold to, to them for that. However, no, I, I'm I'm familiar with the, the in the U.S. There's a, a lot of different uh, different programs that they're working on, and it's it's great. It's phenomenal to see because I I think it's a it's a serious problem. Yeah, and I know I know really dealing with the kind of the traditional school boards is hard, but I'm thinking. You know, I'm thinking that we may be able to do this more with something like a Montessori or Waldorf or maybe one of the private schools because they tend to be a little more free thinking and not not so tight on their budgets. So. Yeah, I, yes, I was gonna I was gonna say that, especially in the Canadian market. I, I think it's it's a little more controlled and regulated, and I think that you're you're absolutely right. It would be in the private schools that we would see that first happening. Yeah, I can see the Montessori's and the. I'm actually doing a series on alternative educations, actually. So I will bring that up when I talk to them, because uh, I'm going to go to the one to the Montessori schools here. I just actually did one on world schooling, so I'm doing one on world schooling, homeschooling, um, alternative schooling, which I'm going to do Montessori, and then um, I don't think I'll touch on the regular school system, but I may. Uh, just kind of, I'm interested because my kid's almost four, and I'm trying really to decide what to do with him for education. So um, I think there's a lot of alternatives out there that people aren't thinking about, and just the way the public school system seems to be going everything from huge classes to inactivity i'm like there must be some better <laughs> options out there <laughs> yeah well where can people then find out um more about your like what's your website you guys social media give us the whole spiel right now because you know you guys like you said you have the, the electronic standing desks um like the full size you have the converters you guys sell the accessories like you said to me to raise the computer screen up so it's right at your eye level um so tell us where can people find out more about you right so for the Canadian market that's anthrodesk.ca so that's Anthro, A-N-T-H-R-O-D-E-S-K, one word, and that's uh, .ca for Canada and .com for the the U.S., so we also sell to the U.S., so anthrodesk.ca and anthrodesk.com, and at anthrodesk on Facebook, at anthrodesk on Twitter, 
And those are well, actually at Answer Desk on Instagram. We're trying to get uh, different desk desk setups because people love seeing a lot of the different desk setups. Oh, uh, well, I, was, get a... I will send you a picture of mine then for sure. So, yeah, we'll have, we'll have to get some <laughs> some of your photos on Twitter and, and any other uh, Answer Desk customers out there. We'd love to uh, get some more of your desk photos. Mm -hmm. Now, how does shipping work with you guys in Canada? I can't remember. Is, do you pay for the shipping? Is shipping free on desks? I can't remember how it worked. We, yeah, we do free shipping for all full-size desks. Nice, free shipping for all full-size desks. Well, awesome. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Anything else that you know we want to make people aware of? You know, any last comments on why you really need to have a you know? Well, let's call it a movable standing desk versus just the standing desk. So, how, why do we need a movable standing desk? Well, yeah, maybe I'll just say that uh, you know we should be. It's not just to be standing, and it's not just to be sitting. It's it's really just about you know sitting less and standing more, and really I would say you know try to to listen to your body when you do get those those that little bit of feedback, just like you had with your wrist or you know some of those people when they when they find that their 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 legs and their butts going to sleep, then just think about what's that what that's doing to your body long term. Yep. And for any of you listening that are thinking of getting a standing desk or maybe have one and uh, you kind of maybe you haven't optimized as well as you can, you can also go to my YouTube page at RoarAlexander.com, my YouTube channel I should say. I've done at least two videos, one on um, exercises you can do at your anthro desk standing desk and the other one is I think, believe it's just ways to optimize your stand-up desk. What I've done, I think I sent you a video of mine or the picture, what I did is I actually took some of that... Um, whiteboard kind of paper you can get with a sticky and I've turned one third of my uh, desk into a whiteboard too. Um, so just little things like that but uh, you have really maximized like you said I got the standing desk, I got the squat chair, I got the fatigue mat so if anybody's interested you can always go and check out those videos as well and you'll see like everything the entire kind of environment you can build around your standing desk. So I think I cover everything from anth from essential oils to exercises. <laughs> cool. Well, listen, I will put all those in the show notes um, so people will be able to go to the show notes and I'll put all those links down below. And again, I would love to thank you uh, for joining me today on A Health by Design. Thanks, Roar. You've been listening to the Health by Design podcast with wellness architect and functional lifestylist Roar Alexander. If you enjoyed this, please make sure you share it to all your social media so I can get the word out there. And don't forget to join me at www.roaralexander.com to get all the latest updates, blogs, podcasts, and guest interviews with my special guests from all over the world, as well as to set up your own personal call for one-on-one -on -one coaching through my Health by Design Life and Body Transformation programs. Again, that's w www.roaralexander.com. I'll see you again soon. And again, thanks for tuning in to the Health by Design podcast.